Hi, bonjour, and welcome to the second episode of Learning French by Accident. If this is your first time here, then hi, I'm Chase, and I teach some of the world's most famous actors how to speak and deliver languages. I'm an on-set language coach. That means that I go on movie sets and I teach actors from around the world how to speak and deliver languages. Now, of course, I specialize in French, but I also coach in Spanish, Japanese, Mandarin, German, and a few others. I'm also a trilingual voiceover actor, and I do voiceovers in English, French, and Spanish. Last episode, we talked about how to say il properly in French, which can mean he or it. So if you've ever studied French or you are currently studying French, we've probably all had the same thought, which is sometimes when you listen to people speak French, there are some words that you just do not recognize, even though I guarantee you definitely know them. Now, the reason for this is because one thing that's not taught in courses or at school is contractions. And not only contractions, but natural delivery of the language. So that means we've got a bunch of courses that put vocabulary, grammar, conjugation, all of it in your brains, but don't tell you how it's actually going to sound when you experience the language for yourself, which is, if you ask me, pretty bloody useless. Learning French by accident is a technique that I have developed in which we use our inner ear to train ourselves to hear sounds differently and interpret language differently than before. So relax, lay back, don't stress about anything. You're fine and you're in safe hands, trust me. As we talked about il last time, I'm going to take you through all the French pronouns one word at a time. This episode is going to focus on je, which means I, and that's pretty useful if you ask me. Before we begin, I want to note that you should never, ever feel discouraged when listening to these podcasts and thinking, oh my god, there are so many modifications to these words. How am I going to remember it all? Well, the truth is, in your native language, whatever it may be, there are another thousand modifications that you do remember. And the way you remember it is by listening again and again. My job is to make you aware of what you're listening to. This podcast isn't the end-all, say-all deal, okay? You're going to listen to this and then you're going to go and watch TV shows or listen to other podcasts or whatever it may be, whatever you enjoy listening to in French. But now you will be aware of what you're hearing and you'll be listening out for things that you weren't listening out for before. So let's talk about je. Everybody who learns French learns the word je. It's basically made up of two sounds. The sound je, which if you ever have trouble making it, just imagine this. Take the word judge in English and take that first sound, the je. Now you take away the d sound at the beginning, d, d, j, j, and you're left with j. So no j, no attack on it, just a long j. Okay, the next sound is the e, je. It is the closed E, and yes, there are two versions of E, and if you want more details of that, you can check out my course on TikTok series or online. The closed E sound combined with the je gives je, je. Okay, so you're probably thinking to yourself, great, I know how to say je, now what? Well, I'll tell you what. When we actually say this word paired with a verb or whatever we're going to pair it with, we don't actually pronounce it quite like that. And I'm going to explain really methodically how we pronounce it. I'm going to try to give you a few rules to base it off of because it's always easier to remember things in categories. So I'm going to try to give that to you. So here you go. Here's a few basic examples and then I'm going to go into much greater detail. So for example, if you want to say I'm happy in French, you can say je suis content 
or contente if you're a girl. Je suis content or je suis contente. Now, the most common one you're going to find is je suis being turned into suis. And yes, we don't even have a J sound anymore. We have the French C-H sound. Je becomes sh. So instead of saying je suis, we say suis. But it's much quicker and it's much easier in the mouth. So try it with me. Instead of saying je suis content, let's say je suis content. Je suis content. Je suis content. Here's another example with another modification you might find. Let's say... I am eating an apple. Je mange une pomme. Je mange une pomme. So, that's great, isn't it? Je mange une pomme. But it's a bit of a mouthful. Je mange une pomme. Je mange une pomme. <laughs> it's a little bit too much. So, we're going to make a little modification. And instead of saying je mange, we're going to say je mange. Je mange. Je mange une pomme. Je mange une pomme. So, repeat after me. Je mange une pomme. Je mange une pomme. Now you feel how much more that flows. And remember, French is all about flow. It's all about making things sound as smooth as possible. Everything in the French language is actually built to allow that to happen. Everything from la liaison, if you've already heard of that, to other modifications that are made. So this is why I say it's not hopeless. If you're used to how French sounds and how it changes to sound smoother, when you've listened to it enough, which is really important, you can start guessing correctly how to modify the sentence or the words correctly to make them sound smoother. Okay, so I promised some rules now and I'm going to give those to you. It's really, really simple. So, If you find the word je in front of a voiceless consonant, what's a voiceless consonant, Chase? What are you talking about, mate? Well, listen, a voiceless consonant is an S or a P or a T or an F or a K sound because when you say it, it doesn't resonate. It doesn't make a sound. It's just S, P, T, F. There's no vocalization. Okay, so what happens in front of those? That's when we're going to find the je becoming sh like a C-H sound. Don't worry, my dear listeners, I'm going to give you a few examples. Here's a super common one that you'll find all over social media. If you want to say, I don't know in French, technically you should say, je ne sais pas. So, what is that? It's I, negative word, no, negative word. Because in French we have two negative words, je ne sais pas. But the first thing you need to know is that you don't need to say the ne when you're talking. It's more of a written, formal thing. So if you say je sais pas, it's just as correct as je ne sais pas. Okay? And this applies for everything across the board in French. So if you don't want to say the N, please don't. It sounds much more casual. Je sais pas is already better. So great. Now we have je sais pas. We're going to shorten it further, doing what we just learned. So we're going to turn the je into a sh, and we get shipa. So we have je sais pas that becomes shipa. Shipa, bah shipa, shipa. So repeat with me, shipa, bah shipa. You see how that works, and it works for everything else too. And I'm going to show you a few more examples. If you want to say I'm here, you can say je suis ici. You could also say je suis là. People always get confused between ici and là, but là can also mean here too. But let's now modify that to be je suis ici. 
because if we're going to make it slang, we're not even going to use the S to do the liaison in je suis ici. And we're just going to use the I, suis, and the E at the beginning of ici to make it je suis ici, je suis ici. And for the other one, you could say je suis là. I'm here. So if you're in class and you said, I'm here to your teacher, like I used to when I lived in Paris, I'd say, je suis là. You wouldn't say, je suis ici. That'd be a little bit weird. Je suis ici means I'm right here on this spot right now, which is why we say là. It means I'm generally here. So repeat with me. Je suis ici. Je suis ici. Je suis là. Je suis là. Okay, so here we go. What about je with the sound F? So if you wanted to say, what am I doing? You could say, qu'est-ce que je fais? And of course, qu'est-ce que is just your basic what question. You can say qu'est-ce que in front of any basic sentence and it turns it into a what question like uh, je mange, I'm eating. And you could say qu'est-ce que je mange, what am I eating? So it works with everything. Now we're going to modify this sentence twice. Instead of saying qu'est-ce que, say qu'est-ce que, just to be quick, qu'est-ce que. And instead of je fais, say je fais. Qu'est-ce que je fais? Qu'est-ce que je fais? Qu'est-ce que je fais? So when you say it quickly, qu'est-ce que je fais? Mais qu'est-ce que je fais? And if you wanted to say like, what the hell am I doing right now? You could say, qu'est-ce que je fais là? Mais qu'est-ce que je fais là? Saying mais, which means but, at the beginning of a sentence makes it shocking and surprising. Mais qu'est-ce que je fais là? And depending on when you emphasize the word faire, it either means, what am I doing right now? Or, what am I doing here? Because if you emphasize the word là, which as we learned a few moments ago means here as well, qu'est-ce que je fais là? Means, what am I doing right now? Qu'est-ce que je fais là? Means, what am I doing here? So, as this works with all voiceless consonants, what about the letter T or the letter P? So, I'm going to give you a quick example for both. If you said, I'm waiting for you, you would say, je t'attends. Je t'attends. So, this is three words. This is je te, attends. And because te is in front of a word beginning with a vowel, attends, we say t'attends. Je t'attends. Okay. Now, if you said this quickly, you do the same thing again and you would say je t'attends. Je t'attends. Okay, great. Now with the letter P. If you said I'm thinking about you, you would say je pense à toi. Because when we say the word to think, penser, and you think about someone, you always say penser à quelqu'un, which is why we have je pense à toi. So all we're going to do now is the same thing and say, je pense à toi. Je pense à toi. So you're on the phone, you're missing someone, you say, I'm thinking about you, you say, je pense à toi. Je pense à toi. Okay, lovely. We're halfway there. We're almost finished. So that is how you treat je in front of a voiceless consonant. Now, what about voice consonants? And what the bloody hell even is that? Okay, let me tell you. Anything like a b, d, g, j, where you hear that vocalization, like an M or an N or an R or a V or even a Z, z, you're going to see the word je becoming j. So here's a basic example. If somebody asks you, how are you? Ça va? You could say, je vais bien. I'm going well, which means I'm doing well. You cannot say, je suis bien. I am good. It just doesn't work in French. So you say, je Vais bien. But instead of that, you're going to say, je vais bien. Je vais bien. Okay, repeat with me. Je vais bien. Je vais bien. Je vais bien. 
Great. This works with all of them, and I'm not going to go through the whole list. I am going to do the letter M, though. So, for example, if you say, I'm bored. So, the verb to be bored is reflexive. If you don't know what that is, don't even worry about it. But it just means that we're going to need to say I twice, kind of. So, we say je, then we say the word me, and then Henri. I myself am bored. I'm boring myself, which means I'm bored. So, when we say it together, we say je m'ennuie. Je m'ennuie. Because we can't say me in front of an R sound. Je m'ennuie. It sounds too blocky. So, je m'ennuie becomes je m'ennuie. Je m'ennuie. And we don't say the je, je m'ennuie. We say je m'ennuie. And just a brief je sound first. So, repeat with me. Je m'ennuie. Ah, je m'ennuie. Là. Je m'ennuie. And as I've told you in previous episodes, don't, don't hesitate to put the word la. It kind of emphasizes uh, that you're feeling bored right now or, you know, that you're frustrated. Ah, oh, je m'ennuie là. Oh, I'm really bored right now. So what about it with the sound L? Well, imagine if you said, I didn't see him or I didn't see her. Because yes, those are said the same way. You could say, je ne l'ai pas vu. Je ne l'ai pas vu. Je ne l'ai pas vu. So remember what we said about the word ne, you don't need it. So je l'ai pas vu. Great, that's easy already. And now all you want to do is say je l'ai pas vu and make the je shorter. Je l'ai pas vu. I didn't see him. I didn't see her. Or I didn't see it even. Je l'ai pas vu. Je l'ai pas vu. So if somebody said, hey, did you see that movie? And you didn't, you can say je l'ai pas vu. Repeat with me. Je l'ai pas vu. Je l'ai pas vu. One last one. If you do this in front of the sound R in French, which a lot of people have trouble with, it's a sound in the back of the throat. And if you don't have trouble with it, great, you're awesome. And if you do have trouble with it, great, you're also awesome too. But at least we can work on that. So when you say, I'm watching television, you can say, Je regarde la télé. Je regarde la télé. Télé is just a short word for télévision. So you should use that if we're trying to make this shorter. Now, all you're going to do is say, Je regarde la télé. Je regarde la télé. It's a bit tough to put the je in front of the r, but it's je. So if I say it slowly, it sounds like this. Je regarde la télé. So quickly, it's je regarde la télé. Je regarde la télé. So there you go. That's everything. And that's applicable down the board. Now you might say, Chase, oh my God, this is so, it's so much. Well, yes, but no at the same time, because if you do this enough and you do go in and make sentences for yourself, you're going to get an ear for it. This is what language learning is all about. You've got to trust yourself. You've got to know that you and your internal ear is really clever. It remembers sounds incredibly well. So if you hear these abbreviations enough, you're going to get a really good sense of which one you should use when. And you should never feel discouraged because when you trust yourself, you know you'll eventually get it. Always have infinite trust in your innate ability to understand, hear and take in information because I guarantee, even if you cannot recall it on demand, your brain has taken it in. It's taken in everything I said and it's put it somewhere somewhere in your brain and you're over time going to be able to access it more and more and the more you listen to these podcasts the more you're going to get a sense of how this language is presented thank you so much for tuning into this episode of learning french by accident tune in next time for the word tu and i'm going to be putting it into more contexts and training your inner ear to understand this beautiful language and finally start learning it the right way 
As I said earlier, if you're listening to this podcast after mid-July 2023, you're in luck because my course on pronunciation, where I take you through the whole sound palette of French, is going to be released on TikTok series and online. So don't forget to check that out. Quelques mots en français maintenant. Merci beaucoup à tous et à toutes et à la prochaine fois, les amis.